Hello and welcome to the new paradigm of women's awakening, sacred remembering. I'm your host, Sarah Poet. I invite you to step out of the old and into the new. Let's imagine together that we're walking toward a lush and glistening landscape. You notice forests and trees, crystalline water and rich black soil. The soil is different than any soil you've ever seen and you can't help but to take off your shoes and slide your toes into the soil. You've never seen or felt soil so rich or so replenishing. Your feet begin to sink down and into the soil like feet do as we stand beside the ocean and waves lap at our ankles. And as you sink down into this soil ankle deep, you realize that you are in touch with something else. There's this golden thread, this gold frequency that runs through this soil. It connects everything, like mycelium. It's in the earth, the trees, in you. And as you lift your head and you look around, you realize that there are other women also in this grid, the soil, connected via the gold frequency a unified network, and you are a part of it. And you breathe this all in deeply into the space of your heart. Welcome to Sacred Remembering, the podcast and live community for modern women waking up to the full and unified truth of who we are, standing prosperously now in that truth. You were planted here on earth at this time because there is something so unique inside of you. And when you ignite it, you light up the entire planetary grid. The answers that are needed on earth now are inside of modern women. They're inside of you. So go ahead and tilt your face upward towards source and allow the seed of sacred remembrance to open inside of you in that warmth. We're a community and network of women lighting up the globe by standing in the emanation of exactly who we are. Sacred, sovereign, creational, unified, and incredibly committed to love. Welcome. We're so glad you're here. Hello listeners, thank you so much for being here. My guests and I hope that you glean so much transformative information on this podcast in each and every episode. I am so passionate about helping women to reframe our innate value and how we decide to exchange that value. So let's get clear about the intentions that are going on here with this podcast. This podcast is a gift to you. It is free. It is an act of service on my part to produce it. If you would like to take action to reciprocate for this gift, I'll mention a few things that are super helpful. 
One, you can rate and review this podcast on Apple and Spotify, because the more reactions that it gets, the more this information can reach more people. And the more this mission of sacred remembering and modern women standing in their truth can spread. Two, you can sign up for my email list at sarahpoet.com and follow me on Instagram at Embodied Breath. And this is helpful because I do intend to publish books and publishers are looking at those audience numbers. So if you want to help me play that game and in the meantime, get super valuable content from me, then you can stay connected in that way as well. If you would like to receive more via exchange, you can again, sign up for my email list, receive my new ebook called No Limits Going Beyond the Need for Boundaries by Redefining the Value of Your Feminine Resources. I'm excited about this. You can see that talking about the empowerment that is possible with women redefining our feminine resources is a hot topic for me right now. And of course, you can always pay forward this podcast episode by sending it to a friend. Thank you for your participation and your energy exchange at any level. And I hope that you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello everyone. It is Sarah Poet and welcome to episode 150 of the Sacred Remembering Podcast. Now, the Sacred Remembering Podcast is for modern women waking up to the truth of who we are. And part of that is being conscious in relationships. And this episode is actually for the men and the women. This is for both because I want to talk about performance, performance and relationship, performance culture. And it's really a shadow of relationships that I am seeing this year in my couples clients. And it's just been the the major theme. I just knew I had to do an episode about it. So this episode is about performance from males in relationships and how it's not working. And it is time to put an end to that. And today I'm going to give you an alternative as to what to do instead. And women, we definitely have a part in this. So pay attention. Um, And then I'm actually going to do the next episode on another dynamic that I'm also seeing between men and women in my couples clients. And both of these are just hot. They are like in our collective because really masculine and feminine is changing in the way that it has to evolve, right? Both have to evolve. And there are some old habits that are getting stuck in our collective consciousness. I mean, that's what archetypes are, right? Like they are these patterns of behavior in our collective consciousness. And so now we are seeing the need for an upgrade in consciousness. Um, But I see, honestly, most of the time a woman Um, in a partnership finds my couples coaching and with the work that I'm doing with women and sacred remembering and, and masculine feminine and polarities, they say, great, I want you to meet my husband. And they bring in the husband and um, trust me, like if a, 
partnership is going to work with me. Like if a man and a woman are going to work with me, this, this guy's got to pretty be pretty awesome, right? He's going to be pretty awesome in the first place to even like venture into this kind of thing. And so, yeah, I know that about the men that come to me is that they are very willing to put in the work. I mean, I think I can say that pretty much across the board. Like the men that come to me are really willing to put in the work. So the women bring the men and the men are willing to put in the work and then we see what we can find. Okay. And so this, this issue about masculine performance, it's like, you know, are you (laughs) women, are you saying, you know, he's doing this, he's not doing that. Are you constantly talking about what he's doing or not doing? And men, are you constantly scanning for what you need to do in order to please your woman or in order to like get her to be more happy, um, to get your relationship to flow more easily, that kind of thing. If you are doing those things, then you are looped into, um, masculine performance, which involves a lot of him trying and a lot of her critiquing typically. Okay. So let's dive right in. I want to talk about three main, um, things that are going on here. Three main things that are at play here within this relationship dynamic. If you are in a performance dynamic, these are three things that are going on. There are probably more things that are going on, but here are three. Um, okay. The first being that this emphasis on performance and whether or not he's getting it right. You both know that it's going on in your relationship, but mostly it's an unconscious behavior. So it's like you've both made an agreement unconsciously, subconsciously, that the problem is in what he is doing or not doing. And oftentimes I do see this with women who have been healing trauma, they're on some kind of awakening path. They, you know, they're doing some sacred feminine, you know, awakening work, that kind of thing. That's why they're finding me and my work. And then, and then, you know, I think there's a subconscious belief that if, you know, if I'm doing this and I'm doing my work, then he needs to kind of come along and do his. And, and it's almost like this assignment of like, he's the problem. And so this really perpetuates something that is so core in, you know, the way our kind of industrial patriarchal sort of society has pigeonholed men as being the ones, you know, to like get it right, handle it, have the answers, um, climb the career ladders, make the money, etc. The pressures that have been on men cause men to be performative, like, whew, like down to that is the way our men have known to be. Okay, this is so deep in the enculturation of our men in this culture that it's like when we're doing this in relationship, women, it's it's actually perpetuating something very heavy, very un un 
healthy, you know, like something we don't actually want to perpetuate in our men. We want to um, bring the dynamic out of that. And we want to graciously give our men relief from this perpetual fucking issue of having to be constantly in performance mode in the world. Okay. Men know about this. So if you are a man, if you are with a man and you never talk about this, ask him what he knows about having to perform. Okay. He's got a lot to say about it. If he feels comfortable saying anything at all about it, because it really is the way that culture has raised our men, but we want our men to go beyond performance. We want our men to be whole humans present in their bodies which I'll talk more about later. And so, you know, in relationships, we don't just want them being a good little boy and like running around trying to make us happy all the time. Like that is actually part of what is pissing you off. So point number two here is women, you have a part of this, you know, first of all, what I just said, like if you are constantly critiquing your man's behavior and constantly telling him that you want to see it different, then you are perpetuating him being in this mode of performance where he's constantly trying to figure out how to make you happy and what a sweet man he is because he hasn't gotten fed up and left already because that is fucking exhausting to be constantly told what to do. like how to be and how to behave. And so just know that when you're doing this, women, you're like really perpetuating this shadowy mother behavior of always telling him what to do. Now, I'm not saying, you know, the way he's behaving is automatically like, you know, the most conscious. It may not be, but this is a bigger, you know, a bigger teaching or a bigger kind of, um, issue that I won't go into here, but also women, what we need to know is that it is our, um, let's say job to stay in connection with our emotions rather going that rather than going to the mental realm and to the critique of the man's behavior. So if we are going to the critique of the man's behavior and telling him what to do, uh, a couple of things are happening. One, we're reminding him of his, probably his mother, you know, his mother wounding, like he can't get it right. Like he's a bad little boy. And so he's not going to be motivated to really like authentically do anything different because he's just trying to please you and make you happy. And you don't really want him to do that. Um, ultimately you want him to be your partner and your man. And so, then you have to stop critiquing and you have to get vulnerable. And this is what surprises nearly every woman in every couple that comes to me is that she realizes that she is going to have to get vulnerable and stay in her emotions in order to kind of like propel him into a different kind of action. And I'm actually although it's very relevant, I'm not going to go deep into that in this episode either, but it is when we stay in our feeling state, right? Not uh, like a baby girl complaining state, but like a woman in touch with her emotions and her embodiment 
and just like giving him authentic feedback about what your like sentient system is running through your body and your gnosis of what you, you know, like and don't like. And, and you're giving him that feedback, you know, it may not even be words. It may be like a sound or, um, you know, like a, a body language. And then he has the information and he can decide what to do or what he wants to do. And that is his authority. But when we open our mouths and tell him what to do, and he starts doing it to try to behave for you and perform for you, rest assured, you have just put that man into a performance mode where ultimately you do not want him to be. And he doesn't want to be because it feels like shit for both of you. Um, so the third thing here is that's going on is that he knows, generally speaking, he knows that he doesn't like it, but he also doesn't really know what is going on to name it. Okay. So in the rest of this episode, I'm going to talk a bit about what he can start to do um, to become more aware of it and sort of like shift the energetic dynamic in the relationship. Um, but here, you know, he he's really being driven by subconscious beliefs that he's not enough or that there's like an old shame pattern. It oftentimes goes back to an old mother wound, sometimes father wound too, of this like, you'll try all day and you'll never get it right. And again, that has been society's message to men, boys, and masculinity. So why in the world would we want to perpetuate that? Just let's get conscious. Women, do you want to perpetuate that? I didn't think so. And then one little interlude here is that performance culture is such a bigger topic, right? I'm not going to go into all of it um, because I do want to keep this short, but performance um, in our culture, I think, is generally falling away. Like I said, the archetypes themselves are going to have to um, evolve as we move more toward conscious union, divine union, conscious relationships. We need the masculine and the feminine to be more in a conscious orientation and um, relating to one another differently. So we have to clear out this performance. But this was the way that we knew to succeed, you know, in the workplace, in, in relationships, men especially. And so as we integrate the conscious feminine, you know, we have like more collaboration, more circular energetics, you know, performance is like very driven, very linear, very like one track mind. And that's not all shadow because those can also be awesome, you know, aspects of the masculine, like to get things done is a great thing, right? And to focus on one thing is a great thing. But why? Why are we doing it? And it's like one of my clients recently said to me, he said, you know, this has served me in every aspect of my life, except relationships, because professionally, 
it created opportunities for him to be very, very successful. And so performance culture has certainly been rewarded. So now men are getting this mixed message because they've been told to perform. They got really good at performing. And now we're saying don't perform anymore. And that's really unfair. Like I have a lot of empathy and compassion. And I want to do a lot to help this situation because it's really unfair what men have been through. So men, I want to talk to you here and talk about, um, you know, what does it look like in relationships to start to come out of performance? And there's kind of an irony here in how this is going to sound because it's going to sound like I'm going to tell you what to do. And if I'm telling you what to do, that could put you more in performance. So I I just want you to be conscious about that, that I'm not just telling you to do these things in order to perform, but I'm actually talking about genuine energetic shifts. Okay. So first of all, there is some, there are some things There are some aspects of a man's process of awakening that are not to be done in his relationship with his woman. His emotional processing, um, like the excavation of his parent wounding, et cetera, et cetera. Women, oftentimes we think that we want him to talk about those things with us. I'm actually going to do the next episode on um, emotions and relationships. So I won't go into that here, but the the place that a man needs to do this in my belief is in men's circles in men's work and he needs to look for men's initiation opportunities because our men miss initiation opportunities in their like youth um culturally um you know this would be something that happened if it were more of an indigenous kind of culture, living closer to the land, you know, the men would be taken from the women's camp upon, you know, 10, 12, 14 years old, and then they would be initiated by the men. And one thing that I think that we're not even talking about in this space of initiation, I'm kind of slipping this in here, is that, you know, one thing that they were really also taught was how to respect the feminine, right? So it wasn't just this initiation of like, let's get the the men away from the moms and teach them how to be men It was also like, you know, how do we be men in um, response to women in the feminine now that we are adult initiated men? Good Lord, that is absolutely missing in our culture, um, which I'm passionate about if you can't tell. And so, you know, that is work that I do with men like post initiation, coming back into great relationship with the feminine, whether you're in relationship or not in relationship currently, I think that there's like another initiation with the feminine. Um, and that is work that, that I do with men to, you know, bring this like adult initiated man back into right relationship and right presence with the feminine beyond the hurt of the mother and beyond the um, the healing of the mother wound. So men, you know, find a men's circle 
preferably not just a men's circle that sits around and talks. I want you to try to find a men's circle that does physical initiations, um, you know, gets into the woods, does the fire circles, like really goes deep, even for like a number of days, you know, like get out there and get initiated and work this shit that has been dormant in you while the world was telling you to perform. There's a lot underneath that wasn't addressed. Do that with men's work. Okay. All right. So then that doesn't all have to come out in your relationship and that is healthy for your relationship. All right. The second thing I want to say to you men, and this is, I'm really excited about this. I, I'm really passionate about this topic of presence replacing performance. And I wrote a whole like workshop for this. So if anyone's listening and you want me to talk to your men's group about this or come do a demo about this, please contact me and let me know. So presence replacing performance, you know, focusing on getting back into your body and knowing what embodied enoughness feels like. Embodied enoughness. So oftentimes this performance culture, there's this like belief in the subconscious of the male, like I'm not enough. I have to keep performing. I have to keep pleasing. I have to keep doing, you know, in order for everyone to be okay with me. And there gets a point where that gets really old and you get pissed off about it. Right. And then there it's like, well, how do you know that you are enough? How do you know that you're more than your performance? And that's not just a mental thing. That's a full embodied thing. So do you know, like, you know, what happens in your body when you feel angry? Do you know what happens in your body when you are so ready to stay present with your woman? Like, do you know the sensations of your body? Can you actually hold the space with her? Can you be in the space with her? And one thing that a woman's body and system is always looking for is, am I safe to be vulnerable in this space? So she is looking for the man to hold an embodied presence in order so that she can kind of like open and respond to that. Now, a man who is in performance is pretty much never, I feel confident in saying this, is pretty much never going to energetically hold the space enough for her system to truly feel relaxed and safe because he's trying. He's not just deeply being and knowing the feeling of himself in his beingness and in his presence. It's like if he's sitting there with her, he's asking himself, if he's in performance, he's asking himself, am I getting it right? Is she okay? You know, am I going to have sex? Is it like, am I getting it right? Like, am I enough? Like, that's what he's asking himself until he is in his embodied presence 
then he knows that he is enough. He knows what his breath feels like. He knows that it's not even a question whether or not he himself is enough for her to open, for her to trust him. So men, you see that this really has to come through you first, and it really has to be very embodied. And when it's embodied, then the energetic does not lie. The energetic does not lie. I can't say this enough right now. If you are in performance mode and your woman is constantly telling you that you are doing the wrong thing, she's not altogether correct for critiquing you. I understand it. That sucks. And she's letting you know that she knows that energetically you are in performance. Okay? I feel like I'm... I'm telling you the secrets right now. That's how I feel. Like if she is not happy with you and you're going like, why? Why isn't she happy with me? You're in performance mode and she knows it and her body cannot respond like in, you know, in safety and openness to you. You need to get into your embodied presence. And if you want help with that, reach out to me. Okay, almost done here with this transmission. So I said this today in a client session, which propelled this podcast episode, et cetera, that I've been wanting to do for a while, but now's the time. So it takes one person to change an energetic in a relationship, just one. So it could be either one. But if a man is sick and tired of being critiqued and he gets himself out of performance and he's in his embodied presence. He just changed the energetic for the relationship. And I have seen it. Probably this woman is now going to like go, "Uh Oh, now I got to get vulnerable. Uh oh, now he is a safe embodiment of what I have wanted to experience in him. And now I'm shaking in my boots because that is both exciting and, um, you know, like it produces a lot of feels in a woman to actually get that. I think that there's more to say about this. Women have wanted this embodied presence from men for so long. And she's talking, 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 critiquing, 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 telling you what to do, telling you how to do it. And then the man is like, okay, I'm listening. I want to please her. I love her. I also want to have sex with her. All of the things that are very like appropriate for a man to want. Right. And so he starts to do it and she goes, oh, fuck, he's doing it. And I really want you to know that that response is very uh, normal as far as what I as what I see and what I have experienced as a woman. It's like, whoa, we actually got the thing we were asking for. Are we actually ready as women to be met by this force of the masculine? Well, that's our work to do. That's our work to do. Okay, and so 
goodness knows we have to stop critiquing and come into our embodiment and into our, you know, felt sense and, you know, work the trauma out of our body, et cetera, et cetera. And, and then like be able to actually receive and be able to actually receive it through your man that you have been critiquing that you thought in your subconscious was some kind of shit, but he's not. And now you're discovering that he's not. And it's kind of throwing you for a loop. And that is what happens. That is what I see. And so, (laughs) you know, everything can be worked with. These are all energetics. They're all energetics. We can work with all of it. This is why I love working with couples because whatever energetic comes up, it's just a new energetic. We can work with it. But it only takes one person to change an energetic. So if he decides, I'm done with performance, and he does his work to get into his embodied presence, he's just changed the entire dynamic for the relationship. Okay, so that concludes this episode, one of my shorter ones, for sure. So men, you know, just reflect here. If you feel like you have to have the answers to things, if you feel like you have to impress her, you have to keep her happy. Um, like if you feel like there's, um, you know, always something that you have to do in order to please her, you are absolutely in performance mode. And I would ask you, how is that feeling and how is that working for you? And I think it's awesome if you say, I'm over it. I'm over it. And I would say, great, because what comes after that is going to feel so much better to you, so much better to your relationship. And it's going to be this new emanation of masculinity on the planet that we want. Like we want to see that from you. We want this authenticity to come through you. We don't want you to be this like good little boy anymore. Okay. You've done a great job at that. Like, you know, so good. All the energy you've put into that. And who do you want to be? Who do you want to be in your partnership? How do you want to show your kids? Like, how do you want to feel alive? Okay. And women, let's let them have this. All right. And it's, it's what we ultimately want as well. So Uh, The next episode is also going to be on a relationship dynamic that I often see that's around emotion and feminine masculine. So tune into that as well. You can find me at sarahpoet.com. As far as my couples work, I have four uh, package options for couples that go anywhere from, you know, using my course, that's a foundations and conscious relationships course that is about um, essentially like the foundations of a a presence-based relationship versus all of the talking that you would, you know, try (laughs) and that you're finding isn't working. So if you want to come into a more more presence-based relationship, 
there's the course. Then if you want to do the course plus four sessions, the course plus eight sessions, or if you want to do the full on three or four month uh, private coaching with me, those are the four options of uh, tiers, the four pricing tiers that I have for work with couples um, this year in 2023. So reach out via sarahpoet.com, schedule a consultation. We'll talk about what's right for you. Um, and if you do just want to buy the course, you can just go ahead and, and do that and start that and then add the sessions later um, as well. So I hope that this is in service to your relationship, you know, share it, please share the episode. And um, these are exciting times. These are really exciting times. And I absolutely know, and I say this with my heart, I know that it is, you know, sometimes hard to repattern a relationship. But we are repatterning so much on this planet that to repattern your relationship is something you can do. You can do it. I'm here to help with a lot of love in my heart, and I believe that you can get through it. So, so much love, and I'll see you on the next episode.